Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. This is it, the final countdown. I know. How long are we going to do this for? <laughs> well, two schools. I mean, actually, this is the final countdown, the yeah. last week before the kids go back to school. And I called that it should be a bank holiday for non-teacher parents. What are we saying? <laughs> That's such a great idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm not coming to work on Monday next week, just so you know, because I'm going to sit in silence in my house by myself. <laughs> in silence? Shh. Yeah. No, no talking. Noise. I'll be calling no you noise. every five minutes just to no, be like... No, don't. I'll be leaving my phone in the car. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, well, you've had it. Like, you've been through it. You've been homeschooling Axel. But I did see, um, was it a, a few days ago that you were basically like, I'm just not going to do it anymore. So you've decided yeah, no. Yeah, we had a lovely time during half term without the pressure of it. Um, and I just thought, you know what? It's only a couple of weeks, like now. It's only a week now. Um why, why Why? are we upsetting ourselves? Why are we doing all this? I occasionally have a little look, see what it is, maybe work it into our day. But I just don't want to upset him any more than he already has been, to be honest with you. Um, and he's going to go back to school. And I mean, now I just think he could be off sick with a cold for a week, you know, yeah. or a tummy bug for a week. It's fine. He's four years old. So, yeah, that's where we are. How are like, you? Good decision. Good decision. <laughs> um, I think I'm all right. We're quite big news in the Doran Jones house this week. Uh, it's come completely out of left field and it's thrown me. But uh, we've just been given notice on our house. And bearing in mind that we only moved in here in May. And when we took it on, I said to the landlord... We're going to need this for a minimum of two years before we've got our deposit together to buy a house. Because you know what? (laughs) It takes a long time to save up for that. Uh, And we got a phone call last week saying we've got to be out in August. So I feel a little bit sick, slightly frustrated, Mm. a little bit annoyed. Um, But then I was like, right, you've got to see this as a positive. We've managed to sell our house in North London. That's going through. So actually, we'll have enough to get, you know, I've saved up some money and we're just going to do everything that we can to buy a house I can't go into another rented house again it's too stressful yeah. because they just you know what we came out to Surrey because we had to be here for Isla uh, we, yeah. we had to be close to her and we've loved it and so we'll, we'll stay in the area and I just what I really want to do is just give the kids a bit more of a foundation in a house that they can know that they're settled in and that we know we're not going to because we we had rented a place in Guildford we've rented the place here and it's like I don't want to move them again yeah um, so yeah and obviously Luna's starting school isn't she in September exactly 
And it's not, I mean, the thing is, kids are so adaptable, so it, it really doesn't matter. But sometimes you just want to get into that routine and that little like flow don't you and I want to be able to paint a wall and do their bedrooms up properly and do all that kind of stuff we talked about this before but it's the importance of having like a family home it's really it's really important to me um so when she rung me I was like I'm sorry what you need us to move out um but now I've drunk a lot of wine over the weekend I do feel like I can (laughs) I can handle it and now all I'm doing is looking at houses oh Um, I don't but we've got really exciting news haven't we today oh we've got we've got exciting news because this whole episode (laughs) is being sponsored by next yeah I mean we've been huge fans of the brand for like years well pretty much since we became a parent and we realized how amazing that obviously that the clothes are but equally how good the delivery proposition is and I mean yeah we're just over the moon I think you know we've worked really hard on this podcast for what three years three and a half years and to have a brand like this on board like we're over the moon yeah, we really are. It's a bit of a pinch me moment, actually, this, when we, when we found out that it was going to be happening. Um, this episode is, uh, well, we can tell you now, the amazing lady that we're speaking to today, Denise Lewis. She's just launched her Denise Lewis edit, her activewear range with Next. So we're going to be chatting to Denise. The conversation that we had with her, we recorded it a couple of weeks back. She is a total powerhouse, isn't she? What a hero. I came away yeah. thinking, God, I need to just channel some of my inner Denise Lewis because she's so get up and go isn't she she just spun everything to a positive I was gonna say she's got she's one of those people yeah who can turn anything into a positive any negative into a positive takes everything in her stride it's actually just really uplifting to listen Mm. to and Mm. so probably a really good one for everyone if you're feeling a little bit iffy right now listen to the chat and I hope and I well I know you're gonna go away feeling better should we get into it Let's do it. Now, we always talk about these pinch me moments on the podcast, but today's guest eh, up there with one of the most inspirational all-round legends that uh, that we've ever had the chance to speak to. I know her personally. She's an absolute demon on the golf course, by the way, <laughs> FYI. Um, Olympian, mum to four, sports personality, and as I said, all-round hero today on the podcast is Denise Lewis. Welcome! Yay. Hello, and thank you both for having me. Really looking forward to talking to you. Um, First question, how are you? How are you coping with lockdown? How are the family? We're all good. This week is a good week. Yeah, um, I think generally we've had our ups and downs just in terms of motivation. Um, You know, I think this third lockdown is really taking its toll at times. But, you know, we're trying to keep each other sort of buoyed and and finding things to do so not only are we exercising um we're back in the kitchen as so many families have been trying to get the the kids engaged in just other activities so coming up with their own recipes getting involved helping each other with childcare because as you can imagine we've got homeschooling plus I've got a crush with obviously Troy who's just over two and at times I just need help so it's about mucking in and helping each other get through it. Um, but the children are struggling at times. You know, they can't get outside like they used to. Um, and so as parents, we're having to be flexible, but make, ensuring that they keep to the rules of engagement and, um, and keep them happy. Yeah. 
And what about you, Denise? You've got obviously got four children at home and you're juggling homeschooling and everything else. How are you carving out time for yourself? <laughs> As she screams into her little bag. <laughs> I have a little bag, a screen bag. Um, <laughs> I'm able to shut a few doors sometimes and uh, and get away from it all. But, um, you know, I think I've, I've learned a lot. Um, I think my life in sport has taught me uh, that resilience and trying to um, and to juggle and prioritize and so you, you've got to be a little bit organized to, to get through it um, and feel like you've achieved something in a day so you know working out everyone's timetables and, and putting in work and then asking my husband for help when I need it like now you know he's watching the baby um, I just you just have to make it work and it is about that communication and what you need how you're going to do it, drafting in the support where you can get it. And that means that kids every now and again. Um, but if I didn't have exercise, ladies, I tell you, I don't think I would cope. I don't. I agree. Yeah, I mean, we, we definitely agree with you on that front because um, it's amazing how much you can underestimate it as well. Even just getting outside for like a brisk walk for half an hour and, you know, push, pushing a, pr- a pram around or just getting yeah. out on your own, that would be yeah. amazing too. You know, just being in nature and being in the fresh air, it helps out so much, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. So, you know, I've got a, a wonderful three little legged dog um, and he is. <laughs> has been just it's great you know everyone has been fighting to walk him you know normally it's just oh mom oh mom will you do it but never been walked so much <laughs> poor thing's exhausted yeah. but yeah getting out and we're lucky we've got some nice green space that we can just get out to and that's really helped we say this about the supermarket, Denise, that before lockdown, before pre-coronavirus, going to the supermarket was an absolute chore. And now it's like a battle in the house. Like, who's going to the supermarket? Bagsy me, Bagsy me. And you're like getting in the car. Suddenly it's turned into a nightclub. The music's turned up. You're like strolling down the aisles. I mean, it's just dreamy, isn't it? You, you've just got to take the small wins. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. what I say. You know, everything that senses are heightened, you know, we will never take our lives for granted again, will we? You know, no. it is about just appreciating, uh, I think, what we've got and where we're at um, and knowing that perhaps things won't look the same, you know, going forward. But yeah, I get you with us. The supermarket is, it is a rush, isn't it? It's a natural high now. Yeah, <laughs> we've run out of bread again. Oh, that's a shame. I've got to go down there again. Brilliant. Uh, first up, before we get into the chat, are you Harlequin from the Mars Singer? Do you know that there's rumours you know, online? Of course I do. Of course I do. And I like I like not to respond because I think it adds to the, the suspense. Um, no, you so can I'm tell us. Gonna, I'm not going to join it. I can't tell you, Zoe. I can't. Oh, now I'm really intrigued. Now I'm Thank even you. more intrigued. I yeah. think it's Denise. I'm my money's on Denise. So I'm I'm just you heard it here first or not first, but first on the podcast. <laughs> Do you remember last year? I'm I, everyone thought I was the duck as well. <laughs> Do you remember? Did you see that? Yeah. I mean, literally, Twitter went crazy. Like it's Denise Lewis. It's Denise Lewis. If they could only hear me sing. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe really? you could maybe you could give us a little sing song now, and then we you know we we might know. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I like your style. I like your style. It was really funny because obviously Ashley Roberts is um is part of the Hart family, and every year there's rumours that she's in the Masked Singer, and I saw her the other day, um only over Zoom, and I was like, 
come on, mate. Seriously, why don't you've got to do it? Because every year they think you're in it anyway. So yeah. you might as well just do it one year. It wasn't her. I think it was Marty McCutcheon. But I love. I think you've made it. I think you're on the map. If you get, um, if people think you're in the Mars Singer, so I think it's quite a good accolade anyway. Regardless. Well, once well, it comes to something, when you know Morton Harkin is going out. I mean, I used to love Aha. Yes. You know, and so maybe if you actually can't sing, you've got a really good chance. <laughs> We're putting it in Georgia. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, Denise, you mentioned obviously you've got four kids at home at the moment, and there's quite a big age gap between your eldest and your youngest. Now, we, you know, we wanted to sort of talk to you around having a child in your forties. Um, I, I think is it the NHS term gives the term a geriatric mum to anyone oh. over thirty-five. <laughs> it's amazing. Which we looked at and we were like oh my goodness that's I mean it's crazy but how you know how was it for you and how different was your how different experience did you have between your first and your fourth well firstly you know I was 46 now you know in maths they tell you if you get past halfway you're supposed to round up so I was actually (laughs) closer to 50 than I was 40 but um it it was very different in as much as um, let's think about my, me at turning 30 and having my daughter. Um, I was very much an athlete and it was all very exciting. The body was changing, which was a bit weird, obviously, because I'm an athlete and wasn't used to seeing my body that way. Um, but I was almost in a rush. All I could think about was how long was it going to take to get back to the track and do what I normally do? Yeah. And then I retired, had the um, Ryan and Kane and... I still was in that work mindset. You're moving home, you're decorating. I was getting married. I was doing a lot of things. And fast forward, you know, to Troy, my life is has great balance to it. I'm really very fortunate and I've been striving for to be in this place. And so I'm enjoying it. And Troy was just a blessing. I think there was an, an initial sort of, oh my goodness, I'm really going to do this again. Mm. And although there was a lot of excitement, there was a bit of fear and trepidation. And as you rightly said, it was possibly because the hospitals have put you under so much on, on red alert mentally that you actually wonder whether you're doing the right thing and is it going to be safe? Is the baby going to be okay? And so I was a little bit tentative throughout my pregnancy without, which ordinarily I'm very fortunate. I'm not very sick. I'm still quite active. My my food is not too much disturbed. Um, but I kept second guessing my instinct and my gut. And I wanted to have a, a natural, really natural birth like I had with the other two. Those options weren't available to me. I was going to have to be con- very much consultant-led. Um, and so there was that acceptance, that's that's going to be my, my story. Um, they wanted to take uh, Troy out early. And I was like, I don't want that. You yeah. know, he was, he's fine. You know, all of the, the measurements suggested he was fine. And so fast forward, um, yeah, I had a, the pregnancy and I had um, a, 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 a relatively easy birth. There were some issues, but, it, you know, he was fine. Um, and so it was about a mindset, you know, for me. It was really about the mindset and trying to make sure that I was fit and able, ready. And, um, yeah, Troy came and he's been the light of my world, I have to confess. Oh, that's lovely to hear, actually. That's amazing. Did you get any... Um, 
I guess, was there any fear from anybody else in your family? Because I think you've spoken about this before, about the fact yeah. that, you know, you were 46 and, and, and mm. you know, people were sort of making comments. And did you have any fear around what people were going to say? I, I did. I thought maybe the children would think, what, what's my mum doing? Um, I was a bit concerned that people would be uh, just negative, but I had a lot of love come back my way, um, particularly from women who perhaps have got children um, and have always thought about having a third, but, you know, career or time just feels like it's too much. So I had a lot of really positive, well done, Denise, and good for you. I actually, um, it was my mom, I think, who was a bit concerned about my general and physical health, um, just because she's a mom and moms do that. But um, I, I do think, for for me, I did go in with the intention of making sure I was going to be fit and well enough. So I did start, um, you know, my own sort of PT lessons of a very light activity, um, which I have maintained and just wanted my body to be that readiness that you need to feel because your body does change. It is different. Um, and and I, I needed to be prepared for that. Yeah. And how was the recovery um, after, you know, after having your last, you know, your, your, your last child, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Was it, was it different or, you know, because you're super fit and healthy, were you, you know, were you actually just okay? I made myself super fit. You know, you have to remember the body is, a, it's, yes, there is muscle memory, but, you know, people think that the memory stays forever. It, it, I don't know whether it really does. I think you have to keep tapping into that physical self in order to get the best out of your body. And that's what I chose to do. Um, I would say that I, I, I was mentally in a really good place. And what happened for me was Steve, my husband, was very much of, I'm slightly older. I'm tired. I don't know whether I can do the the nights, you know, like we used to. And I said, fine, it's absolutely fine. But you're going to have to take another space in the house. And Troy and I are going to take this space and just let us get on to it. So I could solely focus on being with Troy, nurturing him, getting that connection. And Steve took care of the other kids he cooked for me. So I was literally pampered and all my focus was in and around Troy. Very, very lucky situation. And I remember, as I said, I'm in the stage in my life where, you know, financially we're okay. Um, the kids are settled in school. And so I could do that. And it, I appreciate it's not like that for many moms. Um, I chose not to take my time with what you call maternity leave. You know, I'm, I'm self-employed, but I really wanted to get back into the workspace again. So I, I, I remember I had an athletics event to go to um, and I was working at and I was asked, you know, do you think you can make it back? And I said, I absolutely will. I will be there. So I had a target that I was also working towards, but I wanted to take Troy with me because I was still feeding and I needed to prove to myself that I still did have the energy and that get up and go about myself in order to, to, to combine light work, but also being the mom that I wanted to be. 
I, th- I think it's really fascinating how you've touched on the fact that you and Steve had very sort of separate roles in the house. We hear a lot, actually, that there's quite a lot of resentment sometimes that, you know, there's an expectation of a partner to be dealing with the night feeds and they feel that they can't do that. And then there's that lack of communication. But what you're saying is, is that you very much set it out from the beginning. And he was very honest and said, look, I don't feel like I can deal with that. And you're like, fine, well, then you've got to do something else. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And and it was really clear. Um and, you know, he was honest and you're right. It has to be, it has to, you have to have these conversations. You can't just rock up and expect everything to, to just fall into place. You have to make it happen and you have to work, work it out, the roles and the expectation levels. And I said to him, yeah, I expect you to then take care of going to the shops and doing all of that. And yeah. I will be mommy and baby. And, yeah. and it worked. It worked a treat. Still doing it. <laughs> did, did you did you walk into your births like you walked into the Sydney Olympics in two in two thousand? Like, were you like, this is mine. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, was that was that champion mentality with you when you went into labour? Not really, because like I tell everyone else, you know, you cannot. No two pregnancies are the same. You know, it's a unique experience for everybody. And even fourth time around, um, I had to learn something new. You know, my my waters broke 24 hours before Troy actually was delivered. I had never had that before. Yeah. And so I had an anxious 24 hours thinking, well, the waters have broken. He's supposed to just arrive, you know, and it didn't happen. And so I went past the, 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 the timeline and then had to drive into the hospital because they were like, now it's it's critical that you come in because he still the, the, the contractions were so slow, they weren't regular at all. And so that's when they started to to um, put me on medication to bring right. on the contractions. Right. Very different to my other pregnancies. There were water births. I was inhaling and exhaling. I had my candles. I had my music. And it wasn't like that with with Troy. So, again, adapting to the environment and the the situation, which is very akin to being an athlete. Yes, I had my plan, but baby had a different plan. Yeah, absolutely. And how about, you know, like your recovery and stuff after, you know, you mentioned energy levels and your, you know, your husband was you know, a bit worried about his energy levels. How did, how did you get back into kind of some form of exercise and keeping those energy levels up after you'd had your children? Very easily because I knew I, knew I needed it. Yeah. I needed to be able to, and again, exercise, it, it's, it doesn't have to be high octane. It just has to be about moving and and raising the heart rate a little bit or you know I didn't want to do too much flexibility because you know you still got the relaxing in your body but I was very very certain that after the initial sort of six weeks you know comfortably feeding you know you know you're making sure that your breast milk is still very healthy um, that I still wanted to do very very light exercise and so I, I just made sure I gave me that that space that time in the week where I could do that um, and it was very refreshing. It was refreshing and it was energizing. Um, and I loved it. And I continued that whilst, as Troy grew, he'd come in his pushchair or he'd be in his little uh, rocker while I was actually 
you know, exercising and, and it was it was nice. It was really nice. What advice would you give to any new mums that are listening that are struggling to get back into exercise or actually perhaps didn't do any exercise before they had their kids but want to kind of, you know, kickstart those endorphins? What would be like a good first step for them? The first step is to get outside. I always say if you can with your with your buggy, with your push chair, or if you're put using any sort of carrying um, device or if you're swaddling get out with your baby and that that little bit of weight that you're carrying um, that bundle of joy will increase your heart rate if you start to to power walk um nice and easy um i never did the running with the buggy i have to say so, yeah i've yeah, never done that, that either actually <laughs> no I, that's not me <laughs> um when i'm out with the baby it's to intake in the environment and to, to watch uh the baby's face as they kind of look at the world around them so it's a time to enjoy and, and start off with something that you like um you know some people swim a lot of people want to do yoga and it is as much for those endorphins but that mindfulness um you know exercise isn't always a destination anymore like it used to be when I was competing it's to own that moment and to own that space um for my my physical and mental wellness it's not i'm trying to get somewhere um i'm not trying to recreate the six pack anymore you know it is just about being being honoring my body and i think you know new moms um they shouldn't be under pressure because i think with the world of social media you see a lot of people out there look making it look very very easy and yeah i can hold my hand up if i'm one of those those people but it has been my life. And so for me, it is somewhat easier. Take your time. Take your time. I would say it's essential to not ignore your pelvic floor. I was just about to say that. That, that yeah. is the only thing that I would stress. Getting outside is fantastic, but working on your pel- pelvic floor, establishing very soft exercise in and around those, those core muscles is, is your starting point. The rest you can catch up with. You know, I had problems with my third baby. Um, and you can imagine, I was just like, how is this possible? I'm so mindful. But I just took it for granted that the pelvic floor is its a muscle. You have to keep working it. You can't just expect you're going to ping back into your genes. You're really happy. But that little muscle that has been stretched and had the pressure on it for, for nine months um, needs, to, needs to be some attention. We'll be right back after the short break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
So welcome back, uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? You mentioned, um, you know, that exercise had always been really goal driven for you. It was about competing, getting the six pack, all that kind of stuff. And then now it's, you know, it's different. It's for your mind. How did you switch your mentality? I think so often, you know, Zoe and I talk about we exercise for our minds now. And I find it difficult to kind of explain that to other people who don't exercise, you know, explain to them that that well, you need exercise for your body, but you also need exercise for your mind. How did you switch? How did you kind of switch your mindset to to that? I don't know whether it's, it's uh, I don't think it's an age driven thing. I just think it's that connection that I think you, if you are striving for balance in your life, it is trying to, 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 you have to engage the mind because life is not easy and life is not fair. And so you have to engage your mind to, to, to get to to get through it's a coping strategy and it's a coping mechanism and when the mind feels energized and fresh the body will follow suit and you will expect more from yourself when you're asking and setting very very small personal goals for the mind and and, and I just believe that you've got to give yourself a break sometimes yeah. you know and, and I think we don't do that enough and so if it is if you surround yourself with mindful thoughts whether that's the intention for the day um and it can be the smallest of things um you know getting outside I've, I've given as an example but calling a friend just any little thing that exercise can give you it will always be a plus one of the things I do like to tell people is also you will never regret exercising. You won't, you know, it's uh, people think oh, it's such an effort to get started. Once you have started, once you have finished, you will inhale and go, Amazing. Yeah, amazing. amazing. And weirdly, it's it's lovely that we're chatting about this because I think the days we're all going through stuff in our lives, and like we've we've touched on that every day is different in lockdown. Some things can come up one day that haven't appeared the day before. But for me, if I don't do some form of exercise or at least get outside, like yesterday, I had a really bad day. My tolerance was low. I was snapping at the kids. I felt stressed. My anxiety. My heart palpitations. And then. My husband said to me, have you, been out, have you been out today? And I was like, I actually don't think I have. I've done the school run to put a mask on, to get a child to put them back in the car and come back, you know, just p- picking up one of the top, like that was it. And it's, it, it's really, really challenging when those things come up. Um, but exercise for me is the tonic. Um, and it like, is the tonic. Yeah, it really, really is. And that's why like we are, we're so excited about your active wear range that you've done, your edit that you've done with Next. And one of the things I'm so excited about is when I saw the leggings, because I've got such huge problems with my pelvic floor, I was like, oh, please don't let there be any light grey ones. Please don't let there be any <laughs> <laughs> those ones. <laughs> and there aren't any. And that's great. Oh, so that is so funny. But it's true. Like, that's my one thing. People are like, do you want this lovely light grey? I'm like, no, no, no. Send the dark colours, please. Send All the dark, dark colours, too. Yeah. yeah, I like them patterned and dark. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, that's the reality. Sometimes, you know, it, it is like that. Um, but no, the range is fantastic. Um, and we've got we've got an overarching theme and message which is the gym of life because we are juggling you know 
the gym doesn't have to be the physical gym that you're pushing on, you're pushing weights. It is about the hustle, the daily hustle of, of, of parenting and um, for women in particular. So it, it is about getting out, getting the kids either to school, if you're a frontline worker, um, if you are going to the shops, you're exercising, um, you know, you're clearing you're up the playroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bending over, picking stuff up, having dinner smeared on your leg. <laughs> and in my case, and some homes, it's how many, you know, your stairs. How many times are you up and down those stairs at a daytime? Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? One of my friends the other day, she had her um, like fitness tracker on and she it said, uh, well done, you've reached your standing goal, right? And her standing goal was eight hours. And she was like, well, I'm not surprised, but it was only like three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> That's frightening. But it's, it's, it's true, isn't it? It's frightening. And you yeah. know, there's those days when, you know, if you are a, a stay-at-home mom and your partner has come back, you know, in the days when they used to come back from work, um, it's like, oh, what have you done today? <laughs> um, I've actually done eight hours on my feet nonstop. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I think I actually kept saying to my husband, I'm going to put my like heart rate belt on one day when he's not here. And just so he can actually see on a day that I'm not, you know, exercising in the capacity, I'm not going for a run or doing a hit class, just exactly what I'm doing in the house, because I'm probably like doing pretty much the same as if I went and did a 10K run. Yeah. <sighs> there you go and as you said the bending down to pick up the how many times do you tidy up that um, play space for your your child yeah you know it's relentless and 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 Troy's a toddler and he wants to be picked up some days I'm carrying you up the stairs that's your weight program right there yeah Mm. Yeah. And you do exactly what Georgia and I do, which is the first thing you do in the morning is put active wear on. Like I'd, I've got about 25 pairs of jeans that are basically redundant now because the first thing that I reach for is my Lycra, much to my husband's dismay. He's like, oh, you wouldn't, you'd, back in the day you'd reach for me, but now you're putting on those amazing workout leggings. But we literally spend our whole day in active wear. Um, and so, yeah, I think I think you've absolutely nailed it because there seems to me, there seems to be stuff in there that will, will, will suit everybody for whatever level you're doing. And if you're not going out for a run and you doing a bit of yoga at home there's bits in there for that sports bras hoodies leggings like yeah you've picked some absolute beauty but it also looks lovely so you feel quite jazzy when you go to the supermarket still like that's what I like I I think oh no the leggings are you know they're quite funky they are funky yeah and so it doesn't if you put a big oversized jumper on you still you know still looking great as well love that G it's 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 funky and functional Yes. yes, funky yes. and functional, and that's what we want. And you know what? Some of the days, my my light entertainment is literally coordination, coordinating the 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 lycra with the tops. I'm I'm a sucker for it. Socks have to match, top has to match. I think I have a problem, <laughs> but you know these are the highlights. That, 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 you, simple simple pleasures yeah. that goes back to your competing days though isn't it because when you I, I mean I remember like uh, watching you growing up and just thinking that you, you were my hero you know I used to watch you compete and you were just so well put together and just just I can't really put it into words only that we really admire everything that you've done in your life it's just such a beauty and when you look at you know the range that you've done with next it kind of reflects that because like you said it's all really well put together it's like a beautiful piece of art like some of the pieces like the Aztec crop top that I've got with the black leggings just love gorgeous it. love I'm it I'm glad you love that yeah love it's it. so comfortable yeah and as I said it's it's about women I go with the motto that if you look good you know you are already half 
halfway to the battle of either getting out to exercise. I, I put put myself together and think about the range. It has to be for real women and women of, you know, of, of different shapes and sizes. You know, the range goes from size six to 22. So that's, you know, XSX to, to, to XL. You know, you just want everything. And, and what you want is, because I'm a stickler for comfort and and also supporting your 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 boobs as well. I think it's important that there's there's um there's there's something for all chest sizes as well. Which my daughter is quite chesty, um, and so the question was posed: you know, can we do something for the large women because there aren't too many crop tops and 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 bras for exercise for the larger chest? Yeah, so that still look nice for that sure. That still look nice. Yeah. Yeah, my sister was saying to me the other day that generally the sports bras that she wears, she has to wear like either two or three. And I'm like, I just don't think, because she's, she's got humongous boobs. She was like, I just can't run around or do any sort sort of jacks or hit workout if I haven't got two sports bras on the top. I'm like, I don't think you've got the right ones. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, a good sports right, is Yeah, it? it doesn't sound right. But I think a lot of women are battling that. And also, you know, back pain and, you know, all that kind of stuff that, that fuller chested women have to go through. I don't have that, sadly. Neither do I. I. No. But, but, you know, but that for me as, as a mom shopping with a teenage girl that um, has, has a larger chest, is, it's agony for both of us. It really is. She's, you know, so frustrated that it's not, the fit isn't well and she's self-conscious. Um, and so when you do find that one top or that one bra that really makes you feel confident, because that's all it is. It's, it's that feeling confident in who you are and what you've got. Um, it's it's a winner and it's a game changer. Just quickly, and I guess I, I hadn't thought of this before, but you say, you, you know, going shopping for a sports bra with your daughter is really difficult. I also think sometimes that can put people off starting to exercise, you know, like being self-conscious in PE if, you know, you haven't got a sports bra that's going to hold you in. And that then that sort of stays with you, you know, for your whole life. You're um, absolutely right. You're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, I think to my PE days, and there were some girls that, uh, as I said, were were slightly bigger chested and they used, they run around with their arm across their, their chest. Oh, yeah. You know, do you remember those images? Yeah, I mean, you just yeah. don't want that. You want to feel free to express yourself, to really give your exercise experience a go, a proper go where you're not held back. Yeah. Literally. And so it's important to um to equip yourself in the right way. And and what is it like in a nutshell having a teenage girl in the house? How is she coping with lockdown? And I guess what's sort of coming up for you in terms of your fears or worries and the positives? What what's it like having a having a teenager in the house during lockdown? And breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might hit a note. Uh, um, it, it's been uh, it's been a challenge, um, especially for a daughter that you know has lived most of her life being compared to her mom, and she doesn't feel sporty, and she doesn't want to have that pressure put on her. She wants to be able to enjoy whatever exercise she's doing on her terms, um, and so it was really hard for her to to find something to do. Um, and and to that that connectivity, you know, you're a teenager. You just want to be with your friends. You don't want your annoying brothers all up in your space. Um, you don't want to have to be compromised in any way, shape, or form. And so it has been challenging with her. Um, but she's she's finding she's finding her way. She was one of the cohorts that didn't um, didn't get to sit to A levels last year. 
Um, and so it, it was it was difficult. It was yeah. difficult. And so would you say that it's been the most, you know, more difficult for her than your other children? No, I wouldn't say more difficult. Um, yeah. You know, boys need to get out. They need to be, you know, just do stuff. You know, I think the, the teenagers, um, young people and even Troy, you know, you know, socialised. They're not socialised. I mean, Troy went out in that period where we could go out again. He'd lost that feeling of what it was like to sit in his car seat and wonder where the hell I was taking him. You know, so it's those little things that really have a big impact. You know, the little play group that he was going to, no longer doing that. And yes, we could do some of the Zoom things with children, but the whole development is is centred around uh, socialisation. And you don't quite get that through a screen. It's not the same. Um, and generally, I think our young people uh, have struggled. They really have. You know, we talk about resilience and yes, they've shown great resilience getting on with the homeschooling, but it, it, it isn't the same. And um, they have to find their new norms and parenting. That's where the parenting becomes challenging because you do have to cut them some slack. You do have to give them a bit of a break. They're only able to talk to their friends via devices these days. And I think the, particularly the sportier children are suffering. Yeah. Because yeah. it's their passion. Yeah, absolutely. You know, my, my, my son's doing Lambda. So he's had a Lambda lesson, which is great fun. The teachers are having to be, you know, very creative and a bit more dynamic. Um, but he misses his contact rugby. That's what he loves. And he's suffering. My, my daughter Luna's learnt how to um, roller skate with one skate on. So one skate on, <laughs> barefoot, and she just goes up and down the kitchen, crashing into all sides of the kitchen. But she's like, I've learnt a new skill. And I'm like, you know you've got to put the other one on at some point. She's like, look oh. at me. But, you know. Did you I, get there. That's I, I, I think I, I need I to start that. with that. It's so funny to watch. I'm going to film it. Um, you have to film it. But I'll it is about it. that. Isn't it about being creative and, and yeah. finding um, – we have to teach them and help them find the, the new skills that they didn't think they had. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Again, simply, simply in the kitchen, right? You know, that's what we've been doing. Silly games. Yeah, silly games. That's the one. We make silly slime. Games. Slime's our thing now. I've got so much shaving foam glue <laughs> and the <laughs> contact solution. It's coming out of my ears in the house. I was like, have you got more slime stuff? I'm like, how can you have gone through 10 bottles of shaving cream? <laughs> Um, just, I wish there was another activity. I'm just going to say that now. Um, and just on a final <laughs> note, Denise, we obviously talk a lot about relationships on our podcast and things that things that kind of come up at home and how we cope with being in marriages and relationships and stuff for ourselves. Because obviously, this is a huge, huge thing that we're having to deal with being in such a confined space with our partners. How <laughs> are things for you? And and I guess what's what's been the challenges and what and what have been the sort of wonderful moments. How long have you got? I mean, we're listening. Because this this is now you're into my territory. <laughs> <laughs> this is my space. Um, wow. It's it's been a wow eye-opening. Um, it's like you are that person, <laughs> you know. And interesting then, I, I I don't think my hubby would mind me saying that. He's normally a really strong, um, but he's very a person that he likes to be outside. He likes to be connecting with people. And so he has struggled. He has really, really struggled. And I don't think we talk enough about men's mental health. No, um, 
And so he's having to, he's doing parenting like he's never experienced before. And so he's really under the microscope um, thinking about his own tolerance and actually at times how, how bad he's been. He's like, I didn't understand that I'm so on edge. And I'm like, it's the environment that we live in. It's intense. And so he's having to, and we are having to um, do daily plans and, and talk again more about how we see the structure of the week, where we can really pull in those family moments where we're not talking about homework, we're not talking about devices, we're not talking about the bedtimes, but we're having a bit of fun. But we're also trying to make sure that we come together at certain points to to, to, to plan and organise, i.e. just simple things, lunch, dinner, who's doing what that day, who's going out for the half an hour walk, who needs to get out, um, and just giving those flags where it's just becoming a bit too much. And so he's actually not coping as well as I have, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting to hear. Yeah, yeah. I think, do you know what? I, th- I think I'm sort of seeing that across the board from friends. You know, a lot of my immediate friends have been at home a little bit more recently because we've got young children. So not that we're used to it, but we are a little bit. Whereas our other halves are not used to being here. Um, and they, that transition has been really, really tough. But how are you finding, you know, you know time for the two of you as you know as a couple we walk we walk we literally (laughs) take troy out in the um in his push jail and now he likes to run um there's a surprise um and we walk and we we power walk and we talk we air anything any news out on our walk we try not to do it in the house because there's too many ears and um we we, 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 that's what we've done. And it's been really successful for us because um, I do recognise when he's stressed and also even the lethargy that he's displaying. And that's really not like him because this lockdown environment creates, um, I think, a new norm of lethargy. You yes. know, that motivation that you struggle to find becomes habit. And this is where the habit in the mind, the habit in the behaviour, it's just I can't be bothered to do X. And that's what you have to combat. But as a couple, we walk. We walk, we walk the dog, we walk Troy. Um, 20 minutes, sometimes it's in between uh, our Zoom meetings or whatever online platform we're using, and, um, and off we go. Walk and talk, that's a show. Walkies and talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Denise thank you so much for being so lovely and honest with us and um and yeah as we said we we love everything about you and we think the range is brilliant so anyone yeah. listening looking for a bit of new active wear right up your street um yeah thanks Denise thanks so much thank for coming you. on no it's all it's been great yeah I put her in my phone as like new best friend because <laughs> I feel even if she doesn't know it yet it's like how has she got hold of my number um I love I love her I love everything about her I love her outlook on life and even though that was a conversation about exercise um yeah you know she she she, I, she doesn't force it down your neck she's not saying like no. you have to do this and you have to run a 10k and you have to do it. it's just more about getting outside outside and into nature yeah exactly and also how you make exercise work for you you know sometimes it's just about fitting
fitting in 10 minutes when you can or Mm. getting out for a walk or if you want to do like we like a bit of a run on our own and it's kind of just changing the way we view exercise and it doesn't have to be an hour in the gym which none of us can really do at the moment Mm -hmm. it is just about moving it's about moving for your mind as well isn't it so um yeah I mean she's just really inspiring um and just great and I think just exactly how I thought she would be and I love that yeah in fact you know what I came off the recording um and Dozer was in the kitchen he was like tell me how she was what was she like is she as amazing (laughs) as I thought she was because she was my hero growing up because I always watched it and I was like oh my god are you fangirling he was fangirling (laughs) on her and I was like of course you are she's the person we grew up watching you know winning Olympic gold and yeah legend so um Thank you to Denise for coming on. I really hope you enjoyed that. And thank you to Next as well for sponsoring today's podcast. Again, yes. you know, such a such a pinchy moment for us. So we're so thrilled. And we're going to be working with them again very, very soon. So sit tight for that episode. And as always, we would love you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And if you've got any comments about um, the episode or anyone you'd love to see on here, then please drop us a DM at Made by Mamas and any awkward questions, direct them to at Zoe Hardman. <laughs> And we'll be back on Friday. See you then. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. 